Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Republicans have a new line. Let Biden be Biden. We're going to take you behind the scenes on how Republicans are trying to drive a wedge between President Joe Biden and Senate Democrats. Number two, it's the day of reckoning in the House for Marjorie Taylor Greene and Liz Cheney. And number three, the contours of Trump's impeachment trial are set as both sides dig in. Jake, let's get into the mix here. Republicans have this new line, let Biden be Biden. How real is what they are saying? You know, it's convenient, Anna, when when the president is not doing something that you want or that you like, that you blame it on his staff. And that's what that's what Republicans are doing. They're basically saying that the Joe Biden that they know, the Joe Biden that they worked with for many years is not being allowed to cut a bipartisan deal, which is, in Republicans view, their instinct. And uh, we heard a lot yesterday in the Capitol. We heard that Ron Klain, the chief of staff, was very had a lot of interesting body language in the meeting, in the meeting with Republican senators on Monday night. Uh, Body language that was notable, a lot of head nods and head shakes when he agreed or disagreed. And that led and a lot of things led Republicans to believe that he's being controlled by his staff and and congressional Democrats on Capitol Hill. And he actually doesn't, in their estimation, want this two trillion dollar covid relief bill, but he would actually rather get a bipartisan deal with Republican senators. And Rob Portman said it, Mitch McConnell said it, everybody is saying it. And they're frankly, it's it's a good talking point for Republicans and it's a good strategy for Republicans. I'm not sure it'll rattle Joe Biden, but it does show that uh Republicans are trying to get inside of their heads. They're trying to split Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer from Joe Biden. They're trying to create a rift in the Democratic Party, something that Republicans tried to do in the Trump era between Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer without much success. So a tried and true tactic, Anna, for Republicans and for members of Congress, frankly, who are trying to play the inside game well. It reminds me of like a People magazine and the doctors trying to, you know, identify body language as if, (laughs) you know, these Senate Republicans have any real insight into, you know, whether Ron Klain was shrugging or nodding his head. They don't have anywhere to go in terms of actually finding an agreement, right? The sides are clearly very far apart. They, Republicans understand that Joe Biden's very popular. So instead of just attacking him, which I think would probably play into Democrats' hands and Democrats saying, look, see these Republicans, they aren't serious about trying to do a deal. They're trying to kind of find an end around the fact that, okay, you know, it's not Joe Biden. It's it's his staff. It's Pelosi and Schumer. Bottom line to me, this looks like Democrats, they've moved forward. They're going forward with the reconciliation process. It is going to likely be a COVID relief package for and by Democrats. And Republicans are just trying to stay in the game. Number two, it's the day of reckoning in the House for Marjorie Taylor Greene and Liz Cheney. Two very different politicians, both women, both facing for Liz Cheney potentially being expelled from leadership, Marjorie Taylor Greene under massive pressure to either step off of committees. Kevin McCarthy is in the center of it all. What's happening? 
Yeah, listen, Anna, this isn't uh, easily explained as the battle for the soul of the Republican Party, right? I mean, Liz Cheney is an establishment figure who went against Donald Trump, and she might pay the price for that. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is, has made anti-Semitic, and uh, Islamophobic, uh, every kind of racist comment you could imagine. And, and Democrats want her off committees, and frankly, so do many Republicans. But this is also a big test for Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is the House Republican leader, and frankly, he is the biggest figure of the Republican Party right now in the House. No question about that. Everything he does, Anna, is driving toward 2022, right? I mean, he wants to win back the House majority in 2022. He wants to become Speaker in 2023. And everything he's doing is not public policy, right? He is a political animal. Everything he's doing is trying to drive toward that end goal, becoming the Speaker of the House in 2023. And frankly, he's torn between the Republican Party that people want which is the Liz Cheney party. That's what the establishment wants. And the Republican Party that exists today, that's the Marjorie Taylor Greene bombastic Trump-aligned GOP that we've seen develop over the last couple of years. And he has to, he's torn between those two poles, right? I mean, he's torn between the donor class, which thinks Liz Cheney is just the, you know, the cat's meow, to use a phrase from like a thousand years ago, and the Marjorie Taylor Greene wing, which is the wing that gave Donald Trump 70-something million votes in 2020, uh, even though he lost. So I would say that, you know, McCarthy, who, by the way, remember, you and I remember this well because we covered it. McCarthy has already lost the speakership once. He doesn't want to do that again. He does not want to be the guy who loses the speakership twice. He had to step aside in, in 2015. He was unable to win the speakership. That's when Paul Ryan became speaker. He does not want that to happen again. He spent too much time in the House of Representatives driving toward this one goal of becoming speaker to screw it up now. Yeah, the thing that's going to be, I think, just fascinating and particularly for what we cover is how does Kevin McCarthy get out of this? He doesn't like to have abrupt confrontational conversations. He likes to be everybody's friend. You know, the president called him my Kevin. He's trying to have it both ways. He wants Donald Trump's support, but he's long been a sycophant of, you know, big tech and a lot of CEOs and power in different ways. And so Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think, to me, much more than Liz Cheney, is the bigger problem for him. Because to your point, he needs those Republicans. He needs those Donald Trump Republicans who make up the vast majority of his conference to vote for him, to stay with him, to continue to want him to lead them going forward. The other kind of backdrop that I think is just important in terms of context for everyone to really wrap their brains around is the House Republicans versus what we what we are seeing a lot more of Senate Republicans breaking with Donald Trump, breaking with Marjorie Taylor Greene. You basically had, you know, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, but now you've had other people, John Thune, the senator from South Dakota and others, basically trying to take a very quick, sharp step back from the QAnon style you know, Republican politics of Donald Trump and how that plays out is something that we are going to be covering very closely. All right, let's take a look at the number three story. The contours of Trump's impeachment trial, they're basically set at this point. The lawyers from both sides presented their arguments in their briefing, and you basically had, it's not a surprise, right? I think what happened for Donald, with Donald Trump's role in the siege bomb on January 6th is well documented. Democrats basically trying to trace 
Donald Trump's role in that from election day, from the fact that he was fomenting his supporters for weeks, then brought them to the to Washington and then, you know, encouraged them to go to the Capitol. On the reverse side, you have Donald Trump's lawyers basically saying this is unconstitutional, continuing to make the claims falsely that the election w- results are wrong. I think the big question that I is in my mind, Jake, is thinking about how does this even matter, right? Like everybody knows how this is going to play out. There's not some Hollywood ending where you have 17 Republicans who are in the Senate who all of a sudden have that John McCain thumbs down moment, right? No, this is a video game, Anna. Impeachment is a video game. I'm not saying the issues aren't important. They are, right? Uh, I was in the Capitol for the mob riot on January 6th. I understand it was a big deal, but this isn't a video game. This is something that is going to be playing out and we know the ending. We just know the ending. We know Republicans are not going to vote to uh, uh, convict Donald Trump. And that's just the reality of it. And I'm sorry for people who want to convict him. It's just not going to happen. There's nothing that anyone could do to make it happen. He would have to, there would have to be new information here. I don't even know what that information would look like, right? I don't know how Republicans would be convinced at this point to dump Donald Trump and to convict him. It's just not going to happen. So I'm interested in the, in the story. I'm interested in the the strategy, I'm interested in the um, stagecraft. I'm interested in all of it, but I'm interested in all of it in a vague way because Donald Trump is not going to be convicted. There's a lot of big problems we're trying to cover at Punchbowl News. We're trying to cover the COVID relief bill. We're trying to cover the future of the Republican Party, the future of the Democratic Party, and how it relates to governing. This is going to be a week long spectacle that begins next week and uh, uh, ends shortly thereafter, and it's going to end with Donald Trump once again acquitted. Uh, and um, he's going to be able to declare victory whether you like it or not. I'm not saying whether you should like it, uh, but that's just the reality and that's what people have to wrap their heads around. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.